You're listening to Acoustic Sunset, a weekly podcast bringing you live music, storytelling, and street-side interviews, all brought to you by Putnam's Pub and Cooker at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Carl Banks, and each week we have a couple special guests for you. Uh, this week we're going to hear from David Person and James Sarah. So please sit back and enjoy the show. All right, this is episode number 23. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Acoustic Sunset. Uh, this show is centered around a live performance that happens at Putnam's Pub and Cooker in Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. And um, this week we're going to hear from um, a repeat performer, David Persone, who's been on here a couple times, an old roommate of mine. Uh, he's a really great performer, so we're going to get to him and we're also going to hear from uh, James Sarah. Uh, so we'll be getting to that shortly. Uh, I do want to tell you a couple things before we get going. Um, first off, that I'm playing at Rockwood Music Hall May 17th. If you could come out, that would be great. Um, that's going to be at midnight. It's on a Tuesday at, a, at midnight, but it's going to be kind of a special show. So Rockwood Music Hall May 17th. Also, if you need, if you want to get a hold of me um, for this podcast or for our show that we do at Putnam's, uh, the website is Putnam's Acoustic Sunset. One long word, Putnam's Acoustic Sunset at Gmail. Um, and I look at that email every day. So get a hold of me if you want to, and that's how you do it. Uh, this week, we're going to talk um, a little bit about um, the Songwriter Showcase Association. And that's how I met um, the second performer that we're going to hear from, uh, James Sarah. And this is this. Um, I forget the guy's name, but he's in Florida, and he does um, festivals down there, and he does them, I guess he does them all over the country, but mainly in Florida, and I, I played one in Daytona, he does one in DeLand, Florida, and years ago, um, it, you can check it out, it's the um, ssa.cc, the Songwriter Showcase Association.cc, and um, he put on this show, this was maybe three, three or four years ago in New York, and he was uh, very ambitious about uh, how many gigs and stuff he was going to, because he gets a ton of performers to come play the show, and people came up from Florida, and people came from all over the tri-state area, and then you had just a bunch of New York people uh, playing. And uh, this, like I said, that's where I met uh, James, who we're going we're gonna to hear from, but the first night of the, of the uh, festival was this... Um, it was at a theater called Under St. Mark's on St. Mark's in the um, in the East Village, and it was this. Um, it was like a proper theater. Uh, it was like theater seating, uh, you know, a blank stage and decent sound. So I, uh, it was like all the performers could get into the shows for free, and then they were they were ticketed events and. And everything. So <laughs> it was. It was mainly just the performer sitting in this. I mean, it was still. It still filled up the theater because it probably sat thirty people or fifty people or something like that. So it was almost full with people, but it's all performers or mostly performers. And then there are also just some scragglers from uh, from the street from the East Village. So um, it's very. It's like a songwriter showcase, you know. So it's very quiet and very. Uh, people are listening very intensely. And one of the uh, scragglers that just came in off the street, I think, uh, brought in a bunch of uh, a bunch of whippets with him. So now we're sitting in this theater, which I am all for doing drugs at at um, music shows. I think at times it can really enhance the and can uh, transcend the make the uh, experience transcending. But 
Um, I don't think Whippets are the, the proper to be doing it like a songwriter showcase. So we're all sitting there and we're like listening really intensely to it's mostly, you know, a guy or a girl with a guitar singing their, you know, really stripped down song. And then every once in a while you hear the guy fills a balloon up with nitrous and then he huffs it and then you can hear him huffing it and then you would hear uh whenever people are doing whippets which if you don't know whippets are like nitrous oxide and they get these canisters that people use in like uh commercial whipped cream things or whatever and you put it into a balloon and then huff this gas and it makes you like super high for like 15 seconds or something like that so this guy's doing whippets but not just like one he's like routinely doing them and they come with these little in these little aluminum cartridges or whatever i don't know if it's aluminum but some sort of metal and so then those are hitting the ground so not only do you hear the balloon filling up with nitrous you also hear cling 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 as these uh, little canisters roll down the sloped ground of this theater and you know like people are just sitting up there singing about heartache and stuff and stuff it was one of the funniest gigs that uh I've ever had but it was a really cool event and uh, we got to um, I met a ton of this I was probably in New York for just a couple of years at that point and I played a lot of a lot of the shows and like I said it was a very ambitious festival so uh, you could you could play a lot at a lot of different venues if you wanted to um, so uh, that was the first night and that that was a, a really a really funny event and I ended up that night meeting a bunch of people uh, this guy Josh uh, Josh, we know who's down in Florida, who a couple years ago I went on, was out on the road and he put me up and we had like, I stayed with him for several days. He's like the nicest guy in the world. And, um, this guy, Will Hansa, who's a, a regular, uh, Brooklyn on the scene guitar player plays with a ton of different outfits and stuff. Uh, so I met, the, I made a lot of really good connections on that first night, uh, that have, have stuck with me. So uh, just a word to the wise, do not, um, I do not recommend doing whippets in a songwriter, uh, showcase. Um, so as far as live music goes on this, uh, on episode number 23, uh, we're going to start out with David Person. And, um, you've heard him, if you're a common listener, you've probably heard him before. He's, um, he's one of the best guitar players that I've ever played with. And I had the, uh, pleasure of, uh, being his roommate for a while and we played a lot of music together. So, uh, he really killed it on this night. And, um, it was, it's funny. A lot of the people at the bar were just like really loving him and loving his whole, uh, his playing and then his whole, you know, demeanor and everything. So, uh, we're going to hear from David Persone right now. Thank you. 
All right, we're here with David Persone. Hey, good evening. Thank you for having me. <laughs> the old, you're, you're like a standard guest now. I oh, thank you. I a like fixture that on the Acoustic Sunset. Thank <laughs> you. It's always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's well, awesome. Well, thanks for playing tonight, man. You sounded really great. Thank you so much. It was um, awesome. Yeah, great, great crowd, too. Yeah, it's getting really warmer, a lot of people. Yeah. Very open to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that with the, each passing week that we're doing this here, like, People are expecting it, and they recognize us and stuff. So they're more right. welcome to the music. I heard a customer going to you and be like, "Hey, you do this every Sunday? I'll be here next Sunday." Right. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's great. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. 
yeah. but it doesn't and all. That means the boss is gonna like keep you because you're bringing people. You're right, that's, that's the point. I know. We're just selling beer at the end of the day. <laughs> that's what I say all the time. It's like it's a hard truth to learn, but music business is about selling alcohol. In this case, I guess we are in the business of hospitality. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, and um, I'm I'm happy with that. Oh, totally. You know? I love it. <laughs> totally cool. Setting a setting a mood. Exactly. Um, so, you just got. I just saw this. You got a new home recording system. Yes, right? I do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just tell me about that. What? What? Sure. Kind of, tell me a little bit about the rig. Okay. So, uh, well, first of all, something that I've always uh, somewhat had when I was growing up. My father had a recording studio uh, professionally in Paris. He was a composer. Uh, mostly for pornography, which I'm quite proud of that. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> Audio, like, oh, yeah, you okay. would compose music for porno, porn really? movies in the 70s and 80s. Really? And then the uh, digital That's came awesome. along, and uh, he didn't quite make the transition, so he retired. Okay. Uh, but it was somewhat a, ca a cultural capital in my family. So back in the 90s and early growing up as a teenager, my, my, my um, room was a recording studio. Uh -huh. I always kind of lived around that atmosphere uh -huh. I, um, and I every time I move into a new room I always imagine hmm a room studio would be great. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's, it's kind of like a, a, a thing of mine is to have a little self-sufficient recording home uh -huh. studio that allows me to be creative at any time without having to necessarily buy right uh, or rent a space a or studio. gear etc right so I just got um, I just invested little by little on gear I started with a, a little tablet uh, and then a computer. Yeah, when we were living together, you had a tablet. Right. And you were recording, and they sounded good. But exactly, yeah. It's just yeah, it was a great little, microphone. Little, right, exactly. The microphone was the big, uh, the big next step that I had to do, and I just, you know, finally I managed to gather some, some, um, some change, and I bought a nice studio project microphone. Oh, yeah. uh, and it's amazing. I love it. I'm, I'm like a kid. I feel like a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And That's I'm already great. using it. I'm already yeah. recording stuff. That's great. Yeah. So, um, are you trying to write new stuff? Are you recording stuff that you've been working on? Or Both. 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 I've Good. been writing for some time, uh, for a few months. Uh -huh. um, and uh, and I'm, I'm, I feel like I've, I'm, I'm now in a sort of a creative um, phase which is great it's like the opposite of a, a writer's block right so that's amazing because I it took yeah, some time <laughs> to get out of the yeah, that's good uh, and uh, and so right now yeah I have a lot of things that I'm I'm I want to I want to record and I just uh, I recorded it last summer with the iPad swing album which by the way is today was uploaded and the digital album is available on cdbaby.com slash David Person, that's P E R S O double N N as in Natalie E, so David Person. Uh -huh. Two, I don't know why they put the two there, but oh, it's there. It <laughs> and you can find a little swing album, which is a uh, album that I dedicate uh, to uh, my sponsors for my visa to be here in the United States, okay. which is uh, uh, Legren Le Cafe, a restaurant that gives me residency three nights a week to play there. Yeah. So it's, it's, an, it's an album that I very. Um, uh, happily recorded as a tribute to them that's great so it's available there if you want you can go and you can buy it and I would be very happy because it makes me money <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm also trying to I, I sing uh -huh. as well nowadays. so I, the next step is to record an album where I sing too, okay. right, with lyrics and stuff and you're big th you love vocal harmonies too I do yeah so you get that's, to my, that's what got me into singing right because I was a guitar player mm -hmm. and then um, it, it click 
you know, uh, fuck, chords with voice, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I became a background singer whenever I had uh, uh -huh. a dance, and then I became a solo guy, and the harmony thing disappeared, so yeah. I couldn't harmonize with my own self. Right. But now I can because of technology. You a, because you have the pedal. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, the cafe, though, you no. started as a busboy or like washing dishes as a dishwasher yeah i mean that's a great story you're a dishwasher yeah. i'm a di yeah i like the story for and sure and then you're like how about i get out there and play some guitar kind of okay i guess i guess there was a within france they call neck to monkey which is a, like a psychological thing which like i always thought about it mm -hmm. i always said to myself i could totally play here right there's a corner up there yeah, <laughs> there's a corner there i play french stuff too <laughs> right yeah yeah um so so um I worked there as a dishwasher, and then I became a cook, and at that point I started playing in bars and I started playing sets all over the place. And I told my boss that as much as I was very grateful for having a job that allowed me to survive in the city, that was not what I wanted to do with my life. Uh -huh. I wanted to dedicate myself full time to my music, even yeah. if I had to go play in the subway eight right. hours a day. Yeah, yeah. And she very uh, generously offered me an opportunity to play there, so she said, you start Monday. I know, why don't you play here? She said. Oh, I was just waiting for you to tell me. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, you start Monday. This was on a Friday. You start Monday from 6 to 10. Like, okay, all right. I got to come up with four hours. Of, I don't know if I have four hours. So, But I did it, and, um, and it worked well. Yeah. And the return was positive. And then I got a Tuesday, so I got Monday, Tuesday. And now I have Monday, Tuesday, Monday, and Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Which I'm extremely grateful for. And now you're going to start... You didn't know if you had four hours. Now you're going to start playing a different set each night. Yeah, right? that's yeah. The, that's the ambition. Just rotating, rotating the songs. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Also, for me as a musician, mm -hmm. that's important. Just to keep, um, you know, just not to be comfortable. Yeah. I think that what we do is not about being comfortable. Yeah. Because uh, it becomes boring. Right. And it's fine. You know, it's fine when you're singing the notes and you're doing your job well. But right. but it's just. You have to put yourself yeah. in a place of, of vulnerability, you know, right? In a totally. Way. Uh, and and uh, yeah, but that the, the the changing thing. I always did it. I'm just gonna do it more hardcore now, for sake <laughs> yeah. of, of my neighbors. Yeah. Well, who, you who sounded like great tonight, man. Thank you. And I really appreciate it. Uh, the song. Can we use that second one? That was like the uh, that uh, the, on te a, the techno song. Yeah. I, yeah. That was that's a song of mine. That okay. is on the album. Uh, that's on that, the on that CD just, baby. Yeah. Right. Um, What's the name of that song? It's called 69 Sterling Street. Okay. Which and is a street here in Brooklyn. Where the first place you live, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's great, man. Well, you sounded great, and I always appreciate you coming out, man. Thank you, Carl. Thanks you too. Lot. Carl, you were great, man. I loved you. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot, David. That was great. Um, like I said, he's one of my favorites, and he's really fun to talk to, and uh, cool to hear about his home studio and everything so uh, go check out his music when you can so our next performer like I was saying earlier um, I was talking about the songwriter showcase um, of America or association or whatever and that's where I met the next performer uh, James and unfortunately we don't have an interview with James we have his the audio from his performance but when we we're talking I accidentally dropped the recorder we lost his interview and um, I didn't even notice it at the time because I saw that there were still files on the memory card. I didn't even think to go back and check uh, that specific file, which is what we lost. So unfortunately, we're not going to hear from him. And we talked about this story. So I guess I'll just tell you it right now because 
I wish he could have told you it because it was very funny. So uh, it was the same weekend as the whole Whippet incident. This was a couple days later. And one of the gigs uh, that I was going to play and a bunch of people were going to play was in this community garden in the East Village. And it, I, I couldn't even tell you exactly uh, the cross streets of where it was where it was occurring. But um, I had a PA system in New York at the time. So uh, the organizer of the festival asked if anybody had that stuff or equipment that we could use. And I told him I did. So he put me in charge of this specific, specific gig. So we get to the community garden and it's locked up and we can't get a hold of anybody. And we're kind of freaking out. So we kind of wander around the East Village and we find this other a uh, little garden, community garden, where we ended up doing the show, and they let us do it there, which was, you know, it was really cool. Um, the setup of the garden, there was like this, it was like a little barn, I don't know, a shed type of thing, but it had a little front porch. So it was actually like, ended up being really cool, because we set up on the front porch, and everybody everybody got to play. And it was, you know, pretty much uh, each performer at the top of the hour. And we had, you know, six, seven hours of music and stuff. And I was, it was my PA, so I was just going to sit there and run the whole thing. So we had, um, you know, a, a lot of really good performers. I think I played first, and we're jamming and having a good time, you know. And um, I don't if you got if you're in New York, you know this, but it's like if the the doors are open, eventually some homeless people are going to uh, find their way in, you know. And so this like homeless guy comes in and he sits down like in the front row of this little I mean we're in a garden you know people are like kind of sitting in the flowers and stuff he sits in the front row and there was this uh girl performing and she's from Florida because I met her one later whenever I played down in Daytona and she's playing and she's really really good she had some like beats she was doing with her feet uh she or she was controlling with a foot switch and she was playing guitar and singing it. and this homeless man is just like enunciate <laughs> enunciate and we're like dude you can't, like, it's okay if you sit in here, but you can't sit there and heckle the, the performer. And she was enunciating, but it was uh, it was kind of a funny thing. So the day is going on, and he's just sitting there, and slowly he, he nods off. I don't know if he was, like, taking methadone or whatever it was, but he eventually nods off. And so he, like, slowly is sinking further and further in his chair until James, who we're going to hear from in a second, uh, gets up to play. And James is playing instrumental uh, guitar. And the guy, he just completely passes out at this point and falls forward out of his chair, boom, disrupting James in the middle of his thing. We had to like, I don't know what to do. So we're like, oh, we had to call an ambulance. An ambulance came and they like picked this dude up and leave. And then James like, you know, continues continues playing. It was one of the funniest and most bizarre type of uh, performances that I've ever really been a part of. And it was funny to talk about it with James, and he stated it way more eloquently than I, I just did. But um, we're going to hear from him right now. So he's playing um, he's playing guitar. He Back then, he was playing this ovation, which he told me during our interview that it got stolen a couple weeks ago. So he was playing uh, Tecamini uh, this time, and he plays instrumental guitar. So we're going to hear from James Sarah right now.
All right. Thanks a lot, James. Uh, I really appreciate it. He's really great guitar player and really sets a uh, great mood when he when he performs. So uh, sorry about the um, the technical difficulty and not having an interview with him. I feel really bummed out about it. I was uh, on the train ride over here. We um, do these sort of recaps at um, Paul's apartment uh, in Park Slope, and I was on the train ride over here. And if you're in New York, you might know what this is, but if you're not, there's a thing called Showtime, and it's these uh, these guys get on the train, and they put on some music, and they yell, Showtime, and they clap their hands, and then they spin around on all the handlebars that um, people are supposed to hang on to and stuff. And it's, sometimes it's really, really cool, and you're it's, it's, it's always impressive, but there's other times whenever you just don't feel like almost getting kicked in the face and it's and I was like trying to organize my thoughts for these this podcast that we're recording and I'm doing a a moth story tonight so I'm trying to like get these stories in my head and and they get on and I could they had this speaker and I'm just like god damn it I don't want to have to sit through showtime and they're like stripping their clothes off because they're gonna they're you know yet they have to be super limber and everything and they I'm kind of getting annoyed watching this and and they get ready, they're like stretching out and stuff, and the guy, they have this big speaker with these cool lights on it, and the guy plugs his phone in, and he's like, all right, let's do this, and he hits his phone, and nothing, and then he hits the speaker, and nothing, and they're messing with the the gear and everything, and nothing's happening, and they can't do it, and my, at first I had like resentment towards them, and then immediately it shift to complete empathy, because their gear wasn't working, and I know how fucking frustrating that is, especially whenever you need it and you got to make that money and it's not working. So I felt really bad. I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. So um, it's, I just felt like it was kind of a, um, it was symbolic on on the because of the fact that we didn't have the interview with James, Sarah. So, um, but we'll have him back sometime and we'll talk to him. And if you can, go check out his music. All right, the last thing. Uh, portion of live music that we're going to get to from on this uh episode number 23 um which again guys thanks for listening i appreciate it uh this is going to be one of my songs and this is a newer song um I, well i guess it's about a year old and this is called ash tabula flower and um it like a lot of other songs is about a girl that i know and in new york a lot of people are wearing black and white all the time kind of when i think about new york i think of a black turtleneck i don't even think that those people really are around that much anymore but that's still the image that i have and um well jessica she just was always really bright and colorful like a flower and she's from ashtabula so this is a song called ashtabula flower
come what may Poppies bloom in Pennsylvania Clouds that yesterday were Weeping in Missouri Telling time by the clock tower's chime Mason jars filled with dandelion wine You were born on August 1st Forwards, backwards, in reverse It ain't all roses, but you could do worse So I give to you my rhythm rhyme Wild in your free Miss Chrysanthemum Your heart beats deep like a djembe drum Unique colors shine so bright Even on those warm ashtabular nights You photosynthesize and I'll breathe in your oxygen My ashtabula flower We could sit and we could talk for hours About the places we lived and been Different trouble we'd been in Things we'd do again If we only had the power Right. Thanks for listening, guys. It really means it means a lot to me um, to be able to have this venue to put my music out. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to be signing off here. Again, the email, Putnam's Acoustic Sunset. Get a hold of me. If you know of any bands coming through town, get them in touch with me. I'd love to talk to some more touring bands. Um, give us a re review, a rating on iTunes. That would help a lot. Um, and I look forward to hearing from everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Carl Banks signing off. Peace, love, and rock and roll.